0: Welcome to Flagrant Pod season one, The Flagrant Files, a true-ish, crime-ish podcast covering the most scintillating NBA conspiracies. I'm your host, Sierra, and today we're bringing you Draft Drama Part Two, and finally, discussing the long-awaited 1985 Frozen Envelope story. I'm joined, as always, by Ashton and Alex. Ashton, who is mocking me in our Zoom feed at the moment, and Alex, who's doing nothing to defend my honor. How are you guys today? (laughs)
1: honestly I was just I'm good um I can't believe you said envelope like I'm such a messy Mm -hmm. bitch like you're so fancy I don't even belong here even
2: when I was like mimicking you and mouthing the words I said envelope and I was like oh fuck she said yeah you're like this yeah because you're a (laughs) commoner. and Sarah's like in (laughs) yeah
1: envelope like a yeah it's so fancy congrats she's from
2: Sonoma how do you say adult adult what are the choices you say adult as opposed to what? Adult? adult? Yes. Oh, adult. People use that, huh? For reals. I don't know if they still do. No. For real 99, people are saying adult. And you can
0: too. <laughs> low, low cost of $24.99. Four, four payments of 24 dollars For one cup of coffee a day. Adult. Plus shipping yeah. and handling. Yeah. Yeah. Less than $1 a day, you can say adult. <laughs> All right. So, Ashton, <laughs> you were not present at our last episode where we talked I mean, about I other drafts and how they've
2: here. You know,
0: yeah, you are omnipresent, but you are in our hearts and in our minds. Mm. She couldn't stand not
1: being here, so she called us in the middle of recording. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she's totally sabotaged <laughs> our show. <sighs> you oh, know? you
0: guys are recording. Oh, I, oh, don't I was know. just calling to see what's up. Yeah, I call you all the time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the bonus episode that patrons will get uh, one of these days. So, if you're a patron,
0: you're about to get some bonus content. Ashton, and even though you edited the podcast, let's give you and our listeners a quick recap of what we already talked about. First, we talked about did LeBron James rig three straight number one picks for Cleveland so that he could have his hometown (gasps) hero moment and return dramatically to win a ring? Probably. (gasps) Also, uh, free Kevin Love. I uh, didn't realize until Freak we recorded that episode how dire things were for Kevin Love, but yeah. somebody helped that guy. let oh, um, bring awesome. him on home. <laughs> yeah, yeah to yeah Portland, Lake I guess. Who
2: knows?
1: Lake Oswego. <laughs> bring him on home to a suburb of Portland.
0: I mean, it's it, close it. enough. It is close that's enough. right. Hey, some of us yeah, are I from
2: suburbs of Portland here. I was going to say, someone's a suburb
0: little... apologist. Oopsies.
1: Whoa. I mean, I grew up in Aloha. Oopsies. I don't know if they'd consider that a suburb or an in-between. Sometimes it doesn't even appear on a map. So. Yeah. Incredible. All right.
0: <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also from a small town, is what I was going to say. And then I was like, Incredible. maybe we've spent a little too much time on the small town. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I didn't realize how long I was talking. <laughs> you blacked out. Yeah. Alex, it's been 45 minutes, dude. Oh, my Drop God. Down. Well, it's been nice talking to you guys. All right. We also talked about Derrick Rose heading back to Chicago and how that only solidifies the fact that the NBA has a soft spot for homecomings. We also assume that Chicago needed the promise of a blooming spring after a cold, cold winter. Mm. Emma, thank you for that rose-blooming flower joke. We will definitely bring that up again when it's time to renew your contract.
2: Yeah. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't catch it at first, but it was beautiful nonetheless. Beautiful. (laughs) You're a budding talent, Emma. Oh, my God. Whoa. We're going to get stuck in puns if we don't get out quick.
0: What was the other thing we covered we also covered Tom Benson's beginner luck with the Pelicans and how that might have brought Anthony Davis to the Pelicans. Either that or the NBA took pity on a city that has been through enough. Aww. Yeah, they had a city pity party and Aww. gave Anthony Davis to New Orleans. Hmm. Okay, so what you yeah. You're mean? not
1: calling Katrina the pity party, right? You're talking about the No, NBA. T2, no, 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 no. The Alex, NBA. for God's sake. Because we talked about this last time. No, 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 this was they, actually a point that we talked about last time about how this was like after Katrina and like the city yeah, needed yeah. something to fucking cheer that's for. True, no, true. they needed
0: something because we, they, they went through too much. They had to play yeah. in Oklahoma for a while. Their team was terrible. Yeah. You know. So wow, that's so right. So it gave them a unibrow. Hmm.
2: I edited this episode, huh? <laughs>
0: yeah you listen that to the is whole not what I uh, listened to it
2: several times
0: okay we think something else we wanted to talk about that I don't know it got deleted from the notes kind of kind of suspicious but something I wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about in the last episode was Dikembe Matumbo in 2016 oh. tweeting congrats Sixers on the number one pick but like hours before the pick had been announced, which is so funny. I actually, I don't know what's funnier is if he like just tweeted that because he really didn't know or if he tweeted that because it was insider info. Did, are we sure he didn't just tweet that
1: on Eastern time? Cause like sometimes when we text Brasilia, it's like <laughs> a different oh. time of the
2: day. It's like a whole nother. Yeah. Other... Yeah. So actually, you know, what's crazy is like right now I'm like an hour ahead of you guys. Isn't that weird? So, like, technically. Ashton, what am I having for dinner? <laughs> um, <laughs> high noons and frozen peas.
0: Congrats. Frozen
2: peas? Yum. You're not going to warm them up. Dead. delicious
0: in my tummy. <laughs> You're not going to warm Dude, them up. If Ashton
2: wants up. you
1: dead. <laughs> she just is going to give you frozen peas for your hypothetical meal.
0: You're going to swallow them like pills. <laughs> <laughs> am I a duck at a pond? You can give ducks frozen peas? I love that shit. Frozen peas? Give them a carb for God's sakes. How, did,
1: how, does, how does one
0: find this out? I don't know, the internet. They like, <laughs> they like peas. I mean, once they hit the water, right. they unfreeze pretty quickly. It's like a delicious, refreshing snack. Delicious and refreshing. <laughs> okay, that's actually a good point. Now I kind of want peas,
2: guys. (laughs) Frozen. I'm just
0: saying. This episode of Flagrant Pod is brought to you by Peas. (laughs) Mm, Peas. (laughs) Um.
2: Okay. So I was gonna say, like, I'm not sure about the Dikembe Mutombo thing. Like, did he just maybe was it like hopeful? Was it
0: like a joke? That guy jokes, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, were people joking on the internet back then? What year was this? Yeah, had
0: jokes been invented in 2016? <laughs> oh, that's pretty recent, actually. That's a good point. hey Siri, when were <laughs>
1: jokes invented? 1991. Oh shit. Okay. So yeah,
2: <laughs> we're never gonna so, get yeah, to okay. this point. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All
1: right. You guys, this is the last one before Sierra's <laughs> fucking yeah. starts sounding like Ursula or something. Yeah, this oh, is the our last, last episode
0: of the season. Um, and the last episode before I get my tonsils out, which when people are listening to this will be a week away. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my god. Are you scared? Wednesday. Um, I'm a little nervy. The thing I'm most nervous about is that they were supposed to run my insurance and tell me what my copay is going to be, and they haven't done that yet, so I don't know what my out-of-pocket pay is going to be. Wait,
2: is a copay ever – oh, God, I'm going to sound so stupid. Is a copay ever more than, like, like like... $40? I don't think – I think copay is
0: the wrong word, but, like – okay. I don't know that my insurance is going to cover the whole thing. so And I don't know what I'm going to have to pay yet. So we'll, we'll see.
2: Daddy, I need some money for my tonsils. Money, please. <laughs> Can I have some They're tonsil money, em. daddy? Everyone sub <laughs> to
1: our Patreon to help pay for Sierra's vocal <laughs> yeah. surgery. That will remove her trachea and give her yeah. sausage voice. I yeah. And <laughs> if you could hop into her DMs,
2: that would be fine, too the old beautiful babby i'm having laugh (laughs) surgery they are getting a new
1: laugh uh, sierra no (laughs) i'll be devastated
2: that's really gonna hit us hard
1: (laughs) can you imagine if sierra's laugh were
0: (laughs) 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 instead of what it is
2: Okay, okay. Like I like anything,
0: if anything about me was dainty.
2: Dude, Emma's not paying attention because she hasn't told us to get our shit together once, huh?
0: Well, Earlier, I can get our she said, shit together. get to work or something. I can get our shit together because we all need to grab a can of new Coke because it's time to travel back to 1985 and finally break down what is arguably the most famous co- sports conspiracy in the world, the NBA Frozen Envelope Draft. 1985 was a simpler time. A young man named Michael Jordan was named the NBA Rookie of the Year. Wham! and Madonna topped the billboard charts, and the New York Knicks finished their season winning less than 30% of their games. With a major franchise in a big market city floundering, Commissioner David Stern knew something needed to be done Luckily for him, one of the most successful college basketball players to date was about to enter the draft. Okay, ladies, let's talk about Patrick Ewing. Heard of him? Mm, that's yeah. the guy that like tried to get into uh,
2: Madison Square Garden or whatever, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like no knows the who guy who
1: snuck into Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I watched Patrick Ewing's last few years. Um, uh yeah he retired in 2002 so that's two years after I started watching basketball like really really watching it wow that sounds nice
2: someone in my mentions today on twitter told me that I just started watching basketball five years ago so that's way before my time
1: wow that's a long walk for not a very good burn
2: yeah. I didn't know that, but I appreciate him telling me that I started watching basketball five years ago. I appreciate Well, that. you know, yeah. Ashton, men
1: do know best. It's really just best to let them say what they need to yeah. say.
0: I agree. And we should listen. Zip your little lip and just mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And just nod. Mm-hmm. And so what's a tomorrow. Patrick Ewing? What does that <laughs> guy do? Well, <laughs> Patrick Ewing um, moved in high school from Jamaica to Massachusetts. And when he was a senior in high school, he committed to Georgetown. Uh, A lot of people at the time wanted him to stay local and commit to a Boston school. So he already had like a following in high school, which I don't think about a lot because I feel like now we kind of know like, oh, like these are the top however many prospects prospects in high school basketball. But it's so fueled to social media to me that I didn't realize that like, back before social media kids like basketball players were popular in high school where were they where was the access to him
1: newspapers yeah uh what what? extra extra did you see patrick ewing's in the paper he's the number one
0: prospect
2: god patrick
0: ewing he dunked a ball patrick ewing that's oh yeah emma makes a good point that he was very tall so he was (laughs) easily spot from afar that's so a that's good probably point how a lot of people saw it. That's how they knew about him.
2: They went <laughs> Yeah. That guy. You yeah. see that tall guy way about 3000 miles
0: that way? That's yeah. Patrick Ewing. <laughs> it's a bed. It's a pl- Did you know if the earth was flat, you could see the pyramids uh, in Egypt from the Statue of Liberty? Are you sure? <laughs>
2: Wait. <Yes>. Ha- like
0: <laughs> No, you fucking can't.
2: And also, who
1: did the math on that? And this is what we're putting <laughs> our research money <laughs> towards. I read Scientists that Scientists haven't cured cancer because they're trying to figure out how flat the earth would need to be to be able to see the pyramids from the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Fuck well, me. Oh, there's only one flat.
2: How far can this? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Sierra,
1: I guess. Sorry, I meant the gradient. Maybe the, deg- the elevation.
0: Elevation? <laughs> That's french well saying. french scientists are working on it so yeah i guess it. it's a french thing for some reason not my tax dollars not my tax dollars so not only was patrick ewing popular in high school like well-known in high school during his freshman season he became the first freshman to start and earn the varsity letter and emma makes a note here that she didn't know that was a thing in college i didn't either because i played yeah that's played, a thing. i played volleyball in college like on the college varsity team I girl get, go get that letter where's my letter dude
1: they probably have one of those felt pieces of shit if you really really want it so bad like you could probably go get one
2: and it, but it's gonna be like 800 bucks you have to go like buy it yeah you left yeah. oh my god sierra yeah, did after you a year graduate college
0: not Wait. from pacific university oregon where i played volleyball for a year but did you, you i hope. okay I hope
1: you were on scholarship there because that motherfucker ain't cheap. What well, gives no, you the right well, to host not. this
2: podcast?
1: Oh mama. On what grounds? E-
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even graduate <laughs> from Pacific and you're hosting Hold a on. podcast now?
1: You haven't even played ball once in your
0: life and you're hosting this podcast? Oh, she's Canadian, I guess. I played <laughs> 1 year of varsity basketball in high school. Yeah, that's
2: pretty I Oh. Haven't. Wait, you only played one year in high school and then you played in college?
0: No, I played volleyball in college. Oh, you said basketball. Gotcha. Either yeah. way, pretty lit. Played yeah, you played
1: basketball one year.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I played one year of varsity Sorry. basketball and three years of varsity volleyball. But I- this I isn't about me. This yeah. is about Patrick Ewing. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Who had, unlike me, one of the most successful four-year college careers in history, um, especially for the men's game. Um, He helped Georgetown reach the final game with the NCAA Tournament three out of four years, won three Big East Tournament titles, four Big East Defensive Player of the Year awards, and was first-team All-American three times. And he also really, like, impacted the culture of sports. He was one of the first freshmen to not only start but lead a major college basketball team, which was pretty unheard of back then. And he also was the person who, like, Brought wearing a T-shirt under your jersey into fashion, which is Hmm. very funny because that is really dorky looking. Yeah, and I have a bone to pick with that because I like to see the shoulders. Yeah, Yeah. I'm a a red-blooded American woman. Wow, we have ass men and tits dudes and shoulder girls, and that's actually likes the shoulder.
1: (laughs) I mean, the shoulder, the cap sleeve ones that the Blazers basically had. Where their jerseys were short sleeve, they like were tight, and like you could still see like yeah their muscles.
2: If you really <laughs> got to eat these guys up and sexualize these players, right. I'm really just here for the objectification of the game. This is why we play. You got to
1: learn about basketball somehow. <laughs> if this is your introduction yeah. into it, then great. Glad to be yeah. here. Yeah. After
0: them. this podcast, um, you can send Patrick Ewing hate mail for okay. starting that. <laughs> but all in all, obviously. He's a star. So um, he is, like, he is, you know, going to the draft. He's the one that all the teams want. And uh, Emma was nice enough to put this little note in there for me. Um, He went on SiriusXM Radio to reminisce about his time in college and getting ready for the draft. And he said that the first team that he wanted to play for was Golden State. Wow. So, I wonder why. thank you Emma for adding that in. No I appreciate offense. it. Because apparently um, one
1: of his Georgetown teammates went, yeah, and played for them.
0: Long story short, he is he is the draft pick. He is like the number 1, the one that teams want, the one that's going to change the directory of a team. With Ewing getting ready to enter the draft, Stern had his golden goose. Now, all he had to do was figure out just how to get it to lay its eggs in New York. Up until now, the draft odds have been a toss-up. Literally. Major changes would need to be made if Ewing was going to spread his wings in the Big Apple. I went all in on the bird metaphor there. (laughs) Don't know if you noticed. Yeah, well, Patrick Ewing, the bird. That's what they called him. Yeah. Patrick Ewing, the golden goose. That was his nickname. I didn't know this, but the draft lottery odds, I know they like have changed the odds throughout this uh, throughout history to be like various percentages. But what I didn't know is that up until this point, like through the 1984 draft, um, teams were awarded draft positions based on winning percentages, which is how it's always been. But instead of the team with the lowest percentage automatically being awarded the top top pick the NBA held a coin toss between the teams with the worst records in each each conference and the winner of the coin toss selected first with the loser automatically picking second. So it was literally a coin toss that decided it. So weird. Yeah. Extremely, like, old-timey, like, traveling circus vibes. I don't know. (laughs) I guess they do a coin toss for, like, who kicks off in the Super Bowl, so.
2: I mean, it happens in, I guess, every football game, but... Oh. Still, nonetheless, seems a little Remember the titans to me, because like, it's 1970. <laughs> yeah, a little, or no, what little romantic. That? Friday Night Lights? What is that? Where they... Whatever. It doesn't matter. Here I go again with
0: my little... What is that from? You're asking me to identify with um, <laughs> football movies, and I simply will not.
2: Okay, but what about... Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. So you're just not a football guy at all? <laughs> I'm not a football guy. This coin flip was changed after 1984 in 1984 the Houston Rockets won the coin flip and the year after that the NBA introduced the lottery system because people were flying accusations that the Rockets and several other teams were deliberately losing their regular season games in order to secure the worst record and consequently one of the two top picks but duh so glad they changed it Glad we definitely don't have that anymore. They really trusted the process on that one, huh, guys? Whoa.
1: trusted the process?
0: That's insane.
1: <sighs> well, I mean, there's there's always loopholes to every to everything, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, tanking is still a thing in the NBA. Yeah, like so tanking's
0: a part completely completely of sports. Like, what the, fuck's the big? One? No, exactly. I mean, it's definitely who cares?
2: Let him live. Who cares? Who cares? Let him live. <laughs> I say, let him have the
0: pick. <laughs> let him have it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Fran. If they
1: really wanted it that bad, (laughs) give it to them.
0: (laughs) What? You're just, you guys are really good at that (laughs) is all. I don't know why. I don't know. I was kind of
1: going between like a weird like old timey and like New Jersey or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it was like, I think it was Joy Behar maybe for me. me, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I
0: was going to kill us. So, 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 so tanking definitely is like more of a viable option when you're guaranteed one of the top two picks. Um, you definitely like if someone like Patrick Ewing is going to be in the draft, you definitely want a shot, like a, literally a 50-50 shot at drafting Patrick Ewing. So I can understand why they would change it. Obviously, teams are still tanking, but it's um, not quite – as egregious as I'm sure it was it's so crazy because like the NFL
2: I mean I guess the NFL is like tougher to to tank because there's not as many games um, and like the shitty teams are like the shitty teams and you can't really like get behind but I mean you
0: know people are
2: always talking encouraging tanks
0: yeah well this also was like not the only scandal going on back then because there's also like cocaine rumors flying around it's the 80s obviously and like David Stern is like At this point he's, he's like brand new commissioner and he's desperate to kind of change that narrative of this like rough and tumble cheating, like cheating, cocaine, purposely playing bad, all that kind of stuff. They need to change the narrative. And one of the ways you can do that is maybe getting one of your teams in the biggest market in the country to not suck so hard. So he needs Patrick Ewing to go to the Knicks. Um, Hmm. So we really should have had Bethany on this episode. She loves (laughs) Patrick Ewing. I just remembered. Yeah, she wouldn't be on the podcast, though. She's told us. R.I.P. Bethany. She's told us she won't be on the pod. Yeah.
2: What's weird about Bethany is she loves the locker room thing. But when it's like a pod or something, she's like, no.
0: Yeah. She was like, well, that locker room is just talking to you guys. And I was like, girl, what do you think the podcast is? (laughs) Yeah, it's just that. But dumber. But much dumber. (laughs) And a little
2: too long. Hmm. 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 who cares (laughs) let him have it who cares let him have it who cares let him have the draft pick
1: whatever I don't it doesn't matter to me basically is what I'm saying all I'm 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 saying is give someone the fucking Emma's pissed (laughs) move on
0: okay we will move on this game break is brought to you by
1: hi guys it's me producer Emma yep I'm real and I was let out of my basement cage, I mean luxurious bedroom,
2: to encourage you guys to grab a Bowie beer, definitely because it's great beer and not at all because the flagrant lady said if enough people buy Bowie, they'll let me out of the basement. This podcast is sponsored by Bowie and my life absolutely does not depend on you guys buying any number of
1: variations. They have pilsners, lagers, IPAs, anything you can imagine, all made in Astoria, Oregon. Isn't that awesome? Please say it's awesome. I really
2: want to leave the basement. I i mean, I'm so happy and content down here with my yummy, booey beers. Yeah, buoy.
1: Hair toss. Check your nails. Baby, how are you feeling? Are you tired as hell? Well, your boss babying super hard on a hashtag Monday. What do you expect? There's only one thing you should reach for. A freaking rise oat milk latte nitro cold brew coffee in a can. It's literally everything. Whether you're in the boardroom, working on your side hustle, or just being a supermom to a couple of little villains, Rise has all the inspo you need to get through your day. So go to risebrewingco.com and use code flagrant at checkout. That's self-care. Yes, queen.
0: Start warming up because it's time to get back into the pod the nba's four-year 91 million dollar tv deal with cbs was set to expire after this season using the old draft rules sacramento was going to be one of the two teams to get that top draft pick because they had the lowest ratings patrick ewing going to sacramento is not going to help tv ratings and so that's when david stern kind of came up with this new draft lottery idea mm. uh, and so oh, what's really is a conspiracy in, huh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it, like it, the whole thing changed for Patrick. Yeah, Ewing's there's even draft background.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what didn't change though? It's nice to know that Sacramento
0: has always <laughs> No one gives a <laughs> shit. Always, yeah, always getting put in the back seat.
2: We have some Kings oh, friends, man. but God, I mean, I do not envy those guys. Yeah, I like to the to Kings. I it. mean, they're
0: like yeah, there's nothing to they're dislike the about them. The closest but, team oh, to me. Yeah, the league just does not. Does not give
2: it's a, a room in the world. The best part about how to lose a guy in ten days is that it's actually a Knicks King's finals. And oh that. my God. that's like the funniest part about the movie, which Dreamy. is a very funny movie to begin with. Uh <laughs> but yeah, it's like a knicks King's finals, which is just good shit. Yeah.
0: That's such a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So <laughs> sorry. What changes for this draft is that it's okay. You can plug you
1: can plug any movie you want. Oh, thank you. Can I? Because I get $10 every time I mention how to lose a guy in 10 days. $20 now.
2: Dude, who's giving that to you? I went in on that. Sweet. Hell yeah.
1: Um, Matthew McConaughey.
2: Oh, my God. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah,
1: Matthew McConaughey. <sighs> we we go way nice. back.
2: All right. I'll reach oh, out sick. to these people.
1: You can't.
0: He's
2: busy. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it's yeah, cool. we we'll, um, I'm sorry. We'll
0: regroup. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Okay. I honest. I It'll be okay. Bother. Oh, yeah. yeah no, so what <laughs> changes in 1985, you guys? Uh, how it changes. The entire system of the draft changes. And it becomes that the seven non-playoff teams each have an equal 14.3% chance at the number one pick. So these teams include the League Worst Warriors. <laughs> very cool. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> who had not reached the postseason since 1977. Awesome. Um. The Hawks, who had just barely missed the playoffs, but some people believe that they missed it on purpose to get their shot at Ewing. Um, There was also the Supersonics, the Clippers, the Pacers, and the Sacramento Kings. And then obviously the winners of the draft lottery, the New York Knicks.
2: The New York Knickerbockers.
0: Knickerbockers, hilarious name. I wish we didn't just call them the Knicks.
2: Are they still technically the Knickerbockers, or did they drop that? I don't
0: know, but Knicker—oh, the New York Knickerbockers. Yes. Huh? I don't know. Sorry,
2: God, I cannot stop distracting you. I'm like that little kid that won't leave you alone at
0: school right now. You got games on your phone. That's Ashton. <laughs>
1: you don't even need to go to school. You just go on the stinking internet. Ashton has little sticky Cheerio hands, and she wants <laughs> to touch my screen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all kids under the age of four only have four fingers, and they're always sticky. <laughs>
2: Wait, why do they only I'm have to four? <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, a, it's like a
1: Futurama Simpsons. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's they don't have all their fingers, Your middle too. and four know.
0: finger do not separate until you reach the age of six.
1: <laughs> <Yes. Is it laughs> you still have webbed hands <laughs> Wait, until you go to second grade.
2: Did we start with oh, webbed uh, hands, though? Like, in the feet? Yeah, yeah we did. In the womb? So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, because haven't you In ever seen a fetus, dude?
2: Not really. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alex, is this a hill you want to die on, dude? <laughs> the, the fact that we had web... <laughs> are you fucking shitting me? Have you seen no, a fetus? No, no, just the Ari, have you seen a fetus? Literally, no, I haven't seen a fetus. Why have you guys? I've never seen
2: a fetus. I don't mean it. I'm on Google, and they life. do not have... No, no, no. Well, our
1: fingers are like they start like this and then they separate. I think like, you're
2: thinking of evolution, dog. <laughs>
1: I really think you're we thinking don't. of evolution. We don't just sprout fingers and the fingers get bigger. It's like Stars
0: Why are you saying? Like everyone <laughs> Wait, knows this
2: science.
0: Hold on, hold on. I thought they popped out of our hand with that little sound effect. It's like <laughs>
1: Guys, whoop. I think I'm completely whoop. wrong. I and think it's t- everything. <laughs>
2: emma's so mad at us guys why did i think that i gotta look it up i don't know i lost my
0: handle people complimented me as a host and said i direct the conversation well and i'm here to prove them wrong i bet you guys look you guys look real stupid right now i'm
1: just
2: wondering how to google this when babies are fetuses are their hands mittens? Oh, my God. Are their hands mittens? Babies. Let's see if that... Oh, no. It's just babies wearing mittens. Mitten hands.
1: Moving on. Yes, yes. Then no, hold yeah. on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I would be remiss if I didn't follow up.
0: Okay, yeah, of course. Eight weeks
1: of... <laughs> At eight weeks of pregnancy, your baby has webbing between its fingers and toes. During the next few weeks, the webbing will disappear, and the fingers and toes grow longer and less stubby. By eleven longer weeks, and your baby stronger. will have ten digits.
2: So okay. So I wasn't. You're right, but they gone. said you said it said they had ten digits, and you said they had four fingers. So that's actually you-
1: by eleven weeks. At eight weeks, they have webbing. <laughs> by eleven weeks, four. they have digits. Okay. Yo, okay I'm- the four finger thing was just my idea about what <laughs> ki- how disgusting children are I'm so sorry but aren't you glad we learned this I, isn't that great I
2: mean yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah all we're right. all glad we're all happy apparently about it apparently I only have eight fingers Appar- <laughs> <laughs> apparently apparently <laughs> I just you
1: do eight? your laugh as the apparently kid <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god.
2: And it was really great. It was
1: great. <laughs> and, and by 11 weeks, I had 10 digits, and my fingers were long, and they're stronger. And I used them to watch the
0: Powerball.
2: <laughs> when he hands me the remote after we watched the
0: Powerball. Superstar rookie? Check. Updated draft odds? Check. Things were finally falling into place for Stern's plan to revitalize the Knicks. However, the new draft system still couldn't guarantee that the Knicks would get the number one pick. So, how did Stern lock it in for New York? Is it getting chilly in here? Well, we're in different rooms.
1: Oh, are these transitions. I
0: know. So, there actually are, besides the frozen envelope, which we'll get to, there are a couple different theories what I should say actually, let me. There are two theories as to how, two main theories as to how they rigged this lottery besides the frozen envelope. Theory number one is video footage allegedly shows that the envelope was potentially bent, bent like Joni's little legs. <laughs> Video footage shows that the envelope was potentially bent, which obviously, if something's bent, it's easy to reach in to a group of identical-looking things, identical-feeling things, feel for the bent one, and then grab it. The man who yeah. placed the envelopes into the plastic drum that they were spun around in, Jack Wagner, was from the accounting firm Erston Winnie. Some see this as significant because that accounting firm was the auditing firm for Gulf and Western, who then owned the Knicks. What in the f-
1: First of all, every every law office name is just the worst. Um, but yeah. that's beside the point. It's the two. Uh, it's the
0: two silliest names put together. No, this is crazy. There's too yeah. many things adding
1: up. This yeah. is like,
0: yeah, seems very
1: obvious it. to me. Yeah.
0: So this guy works for the firm that works for the people who own the Knicks and obviously have vested interest. And the Nick's being good and making lots of money. Huh.
1: Yeah, I guess that's how auditing uh, stuff I don't know works. What,
0: oh, I was just about to say, I don't know what auditing means. And then I realized one of the main things that I do at work is auditing tills and safes. So yeah. I am going to retract that statement. Good
2: girl. I
0: do know what it means to audit. Thank good you. job. Good girl, Sierra. Yeah. See, our host is smart. So that's like the first theory is that this dude just Mm -hmm. bent it, which to me is lazy there. It's lazy. It's boring. There's nothing exciting or theatrical or mysterious about it. Oh, you bent it. Yeah. Neat. Cool. I know Mm -hmm. a thousand people that could come up with that idea. You know what's Mm -hmm. more exciting? (laughs) The frozen envelope conspiracy. I know a thousand people. Sierra's bragging about knowing a thousand people. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, this is just a this is just a tidbit about how it must be really cool. (laughs) Alex is implying that I do inappropriate things in order to Guys, the
1: New York Times is never gonna pick this podcast up if we keep speaking so inappropriately all the time. You're the one who does it though. I know. That's what I'm saying. What What should we do, guys? Like, can I even be on this new anymore? conspiracy? Alex
0: is purposefully do? making vulgar jokes in order to keep Alex us down. is
2: tanking the podcast. <laughs> oh my god!
1: I'm trying to get us a
0: grant. There's a grant should, for
1: if you're the, the least worst listened worst to podcast, podcast
0: on Spotify. Yeah. You if, could you're win if, if you're, you're the, the saddest, if you're the saddest, loneliest little girls on podcast <laughs> app, we'll give you some money.
2: <laughs> Joni. Can you see this, bitch? She will not lock like
0: it off my yeah. lap right Yeah. Joni wants to be part of the pod. Go get Ashton's is. dog, Joni, wants to be on the podcast. Let her speak. Who do you think edits these things? Go get him.
2: <laughs> okay, bye, mom. Go. Go get dad. Go.
0: I guess Joni did do a podcast ad for us, so people should be familiar with her. Go. She's right. doing that
2: thing where a little kid won't go to bed, and they like, go up really slow, and they turn back and look at you.
0: Yeah. And Emma makes go a good dad. point. Joni, were you silent or were you silenced? <laughs> it seems dad. like she's being silenced.
2: Go go. Wow.
1: Go a little glimpse into Ashton's life. Yeah, this is pageant mom
0: at its worst. Yeah.
2: God, She's just staring at me. She's going to kill me in my sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's had plenty of years to do that. I think if she was going to... Merc you in your sleep she would have done it by now Sometimes I wake up
2: though and she's just like Staring
0: Maybe oh, she's like... thinking about the 1985 draft and the fact that <laughs> Some people think that the Knicks envelope prior to being Put in the drum was stuck In the freezer for enough time That Stern could reach his Greasy little mitts in there Feel around and Pull mm-hmm. out the Knicks Officially <laughs> I mean it's Patrick Ewing
2: it's so e like there are so many things you could do to differentiate yeah. the two envelopes. It's like this that yeah. is not a foolproof method. What if it that's thawed? What's, like, so crazy. Oh, like I've like,
0: I've never frozen paper before. Does it stay cold that long? Like does it? Hang I can't on imagine to that? it does. Hmm. Yeah, there's a word for that's... it. it's like thermal something, but I'm unless not
1: they like go there. brush it with something or like got it barely. No, because, like, they would have seen it crack if it were actually frozen. The
2: color would probably change if it was frozen, right? Is that a stupid thing to say? I might retort it if it was stupid. Yeah. Yeah? Okay.
0: Bad news. Oh, okay. Just regular, like, just regular paper would not change color frozen, I don't think. Unless it was one of those, like, fun materials that changes color and the heat so that your sweat stains are even more noticeable.
2: I think it's like that kind of vibe. Okay, fine. I'll let it go. I'll let it go.
0: Yeah, let go of the frozen paper.
1: I missed it because I was Googling, can paper freeze? Oh, and? But, oh, there's no answer. Okay. <laughs> it's talking about freezing stuff in paper, but it doesn't talk about the freezing point of paper,
0: which is what we'll I was looking We'll do an experiment. For. We'll figure it out.
2: Huh.
1: So I'm going to put a piece of paper in the fridge right now, in the freezer right now, and by the end of the podcast, we'll see if it's frozen. Oh, um, that's a good idea.
2: So, can I ask something? Yeah. Um, why did people jump straight to the frozen? Like, why? If I was thinking of ways to differentiate, I don't know that I'd be like, oh, it must have been frozen. Like, how did they get there? Do we know the answer to that?
0: I don't I don't you know, what know I mean? how like, like, they that
2: That's better? what I was yeah, wondering yeah, yeah.
1: about the theory about the, it being bent. It's like, well, so are you just trying to come up with all the ways that the Knicks could have cheated, basically? Yeah. Or did you have some basis for this
0: accusation? Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I think they cheated. So
0: yeah for sure it definitely seems that way well and you know what the um so emma is saying that it doesn't say how the frozen envelope or at least google doesn't mm-hmm. say how the frozen envelope theory came to be perhaps that's a question for the dark web which is something i have not been able to access nor do i want to actually she just
2: winked both eyes she went dark web
0: oh she blinked or she said that oh she did no, it one at well, a time
2: she went dark web
1: do you yeah you that's blink one eye, eye at a time web. right
2: she. That's what she did, bro. She did one wink, one wink. I don't know. She went f- like this. I'll play it back. Here's the footage I recorded it. She said, "That's something for the dark." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
1: dude! It's really a shame that we don't have better cameras. This should just be a vi- a visual
0: audio experience. <laughs> We should do this live so people can get into the seedy underbelly of flagrant pod and their weird winking. Yeah, let's
1: do it live the next time we all hang out.
2: (laughs) Could be any day now. (laughs) We all live in
0: different cities. That's the joke. We think they cheated, but you know what? By NBA standards, the cheating worked because... Immediately after the Knicks are selected, everyone's pretty smug about it. Sports broadcaster Pat O'Brien says, basketball is back in New York. They know They know the weight of what just happened. They know what Patrick Ewing mm-hmm. is going to do for the league. Um,
2: um, as another... Co- yeah. I don't know why I'm injecting all these questions. No, it's okay, because it, but-
0: you have a curious and inquisitive mind.
2: Wow. Okay, horoscope. Um, <laughs> is it possible that... All of envelopes said Knicks.
0: <laughs> no, I think because and then they continue to draw. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 true, yeah. True, 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 yeah. True. Okay. <laughs> so, good question, though, Ashton. You're, you're. I mean, how are you supposed to figure out how things.
1: the draft works after only five years of
2: being a fan? Yeah, yeah. I've only watched basketball for five years, so yeah.
0: Uh, Knicks general manager already has a Ewing jersey, a Knicks Ewing jersey, ready for him to pose with for photos and then later david stern says we were very pleased with the lottery people were talking about the lottery instead of drugs which <laughs> i get it i yeah instead of like the nba being like okay. a league of cocaine people are like patrick ewing is going to the next Ah, uh, about deal? the nba yes. so like immediately immediately it's doing what david stern needs it to do it's bringing attention to something positive and then Here's a quote from Sports Illustrated about this, like, energy that the Ewing draft brings. It says, over the next two hours, the Madison Square Garden ticket office received more than 1,000 calls. Knicks fans bought rounds of shots in New York taverns, and in Washington, the press (laughs) shy Ewing granted a pair of interviews, one to CBS and one to Sports Illustrated. And then for the Sports Illustrated interview, the photographer brought along, like, all seven jerseys and when." Ewing is posing with the Knicks jersey He's being described as like very Smiley And excited wow. A little too
2: smiley mm. A little too happy there For a guy then. from Boston I don't think so yeah.
0: Wow Something hmm. to think okay. about It really, Add that to the list It really has that like smug know it all feeling Of like people Who know they have won So we
2: think Patrick Ewing knew it too
0: he might have, yeah. I mean, I maybe isn't
2: that muck. Uh, it might muddy the waters too much to tell a little child that they're. Well, how old is he? Twenty one.
0: But it's not like he can tweet it. Or maybe he just maybe he just saw maybe he just like saw the hype because um, back bef- even before the draft, somebody for the New York Times wrote that there is a strong feeling among league officials and television advertising executives that the NBA will benefit most if Ewing winds up in a Knicks uniform. Um, and then, yeah, it? I mean, yeah, man, the
2: writing's on the wall, dude. Frankly, it's like, of course yeah. the team you're going to rig it for is the yeah. in New York. And
0: so everyone wants it to be in New York, but then people, it's more than just like, a, oh, we like, we're really hopeful thing because Stan Kasten, who's the GM of the Hawks, was at a college tournament. And he recalled in an interview saying, I was sitting with a couple of NBA guys and he says, I remember one high-ranking team executive who I will not name. I guess snitches get stitches, but whatever, dude. Leak the info. Okay. Um, he was a million percent convinced of what was going to happen. He's going to the Knicks, he kept saying. He's going to the Knicks. It's all arranged. Cast him pause. And then he said, I didn't believe him at the time. But it, it kind of has that feeling of everyone knows it's going to happen. Which hmm. is interesting. I don't remember that happening With, like, any recent drafts, I guess. Like, the draft I, like, most remember the most hype being around because was, like, Zion's draft, and everyone wanted Mm -hmm. him to go to the Mm -hmm. Knicks. And I think – I feel like the 1985 draft was probably referenced a lot at that time of people in, like, oh, are they going to do another Frozen envelope They can't get it
1: again. Otherwise, they'll be, like, really looking into it.
0: Yeah. But I remember when he went to the Pelicans, (laughs) it was, like, a big deal.
2: Yeah. It was. I was excited. I mean, he's really fun we'll give to me watch.
0: That. Yeah. Um hmm.
2: I mean It makes I sense. I feel like this one's a no-brainer. This could be yeah. the one that's like the most obvious. Yeah. It's like this is the equivalent of like rigging a finals or like a Western Conference finals. Um Or something. Do you think
0: this is.? Yeah, they had to do it for the market. Do you think this is a bigger deal than ranking the finals? Because obviously the finals and like championships and trophies are what people remember legacies of. But if you rig the draft and you send someone like Patrick Ewing to a specific team, that changes the landscape of the NBA for decades. Yeah. Right. It is a
2: bigger deal, I guess. But it's just not a surprise, I guess, that the big market
0: teams are always getting hooked up, I guess is what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, big whoop. Although last episode we you did know. talk about like the lower, the smaller teams getting some handouts, but I think
1: it's just believable that this kind of, this kind of seedy uh, shit goes on in the NBA because it's just a money machine. Like yeah, they mm-hmm. need it to be watchable. They need the TV contracts. They need like all their sponsors to stay in and have it not be, you know, the NBA's about drugs or whatever. Like there are so many reasons that they could have
2: done this.
0: Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like, not that I say they should fix drafts or anything, obviously. But like, I can get why David Stern. Who oh is wow, like,
2: Sierra. Oh, you you support
0: this? I'm not. You're taking okay a hard with them fixing stance. the draft either way? Does it support <laughs> oh the? Oh my does god. It pro, does it? Is it good for the Warriors? <laughs> it was not good for the Warriors in no? this case, and so I do not support it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I say, Final no, answer. I don't think so. But I like I can get it because he's just taken over this league. It's not anywhere profitable yeah. financially they the yeah nick suck like i said they won like 29 percent of their games that season like the season before yeah. or something they needed it
2: i guess i can see why he did it i need it so.
0: <laughs> what was that that was uh spongebob in sandy's dome oh the first when he epi- doesn't get water, yeah, when he doesn't his- get water. <laughs> and scene i'm just doing a little character work on the pot. Oh my god. <laughs> That's all we are. Yeah, yeah, I guess we all are. Yeah. I mean life is just a character it's just one big character work. You're just working on your character.
2: Oh wow. <laughs> well then what's the after like what's the what do you do after that?
1: Build on it. You just keep building like on it.
2: Like improv when you're dead. You mm-hmm. never
1: die okay. if, if
2: you're a character, technically. Yeah. Characters oh, wow. live on
0: in eternity.
2: Characters welcome. <laughs> what's that from? characters welcome tbs or something <laughs> oh yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Or was I it that was like a
2: this podcast <laughs> is sponsored by tbs
0: characters welcome <laughs> <laughs> i think it was like a 2000s or like a two- early 2010s usa, USA network <clears throat> um, characters welcome i remember that though all i'm saying is that like i don't promote cheating or draft fixing but like i rock in a hard play situation for david stern i think Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I
2: kind of get it. He really had to turn this shit around and, uh, you know. He did by way of just kind of lying and biting. And and he's like the most beloved man. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him, honey. Good for him. Is that just a quick question?
1: Is that... Wait, hold on. Say the last thing you just said again.
2: I said he was universally beloved. Did I say that? Yeah. I'm I wondering, oh, she oh. She had a lot to turn around. I just
1: remember, okay, so the Knicks pull it off in 1985. I get it, whatever. Like, they're the best <laughs> team in the fucking league. Maybe the Eastern Conference, whatever. Anyway, but is this the reason why the Knicks have sucked? Like, is this the Stern curse? Is this, like, the Union oh. curse? Oh. Like, they got it good wow. in the 80s when, like, nobody was watching. And now yeah. it's back.
0: Well, I guess they went to the
2: playoffs this wow. year. Wow, well, yeah. You're from New York, it sounds like. Maybe you should or know. at least New Jersey. Honestly,
1: I can't hear you. I'm losing you. I'm in a bodega. I'm losing you. I can't hear. <laughs> can you, you just text, can't hear in bodegas? Can is you text like... me? Anyway, that's what I'm suggesting is maybe like, this is, pa- this is karma. What has been happening to the Knicks is karma.
2: Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, I'll allow it this is what's what's our what's the deal with the blazers though do we have what did we ever do there are multiple curses
1: i'm gonna have to that's gonna have to be a deep dive yeah that's its own podcast
0: yeah. the curse of the blazers episode.
2: oh people would like that like me i
0: would like that <laughs> we should do that for an episode i talk mean about that's NBA your people no the blazers Just talk about the blazers things. pivot this into a blazers pod this is typically the point in the podcast where we play crime or conspiracy theory It really does seem like a formality for this episode because (laughs) we all seem to be pretty united that it's a crime, but um, I would be remiss if we did our season finale without the Crime or Conspiracy Theory podcast, or theme song. Um, So it's time for everybody's favorite game, Crime crime, or or Conspiracy 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 theory. Theory. Crime. Da. Um, crime Alex crime you have dead at a dead at Free, three for three. Oh, Emma. That and thou. We all think it was a crime. Emma, Emma also says. thinks it was a crime. That's four for four. We're bowling. Whatever comes after a turkey. Nothing, right? Pie. Pie. Oh, that was good, bowling Alex. And, and bowling when you got. Yeah. That, that was funny.
1: I don't eat turkey. I'm a vegan. I thought you didn't Go even to eat turkey. Go www.alexisavegan. find out why get more details dot <laughs> <laughs> <Alexisavegan.com>. edu. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that yeah definitely a crime. I think the biggest reasons are all of the backstory about David Stern yeah. and the auditing and all that stuff. Like I would say if this was just like a fun idea that like maybe it was frozen, there weren't all of these details. I would think it was still a conspiracy yeah. theory.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, Yanni, yeah, sorry yeah. we're boring you to death. So, oh yeah, my god, Kingers wow, guess I should it have a little, <laughs> been a little
1: bit more <laughs> exciting.
2: Yeah, it was a hundo P crime. I don't, like, you know, I did technically listen to the last episode, because I edited it a million times, but none of those seemed as flagrant, should I say, as this one. Huh. <laughs> huh. They said the name of the movie in the movie. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> OMG, you said it, <laughs> Emma says. Thank you, Emma. I did say it, sweetie. That was the joke. Thank you. <laughs> Said what? I missed Just it. a flagrant.
0: Oh. Did someone say? You know the magazine we work for?
1: I mean, I've heard of it. I think it would be better if it had a different name. Yeah. It's but honestly fine. not
0: that good of a name,
1: but yeah. I, like, I don't... I would never buy it, but it's cool. Like, I'm happy for women or whatever, but, like, I would never buy it.
0: Magazine. Print media.
1: Oh, should we...
2: While we're on this topic... Do we need to yeah,
0: discuss who the Flavor F Mag, hates us so much that they um, wanted to make a Twitter account? Right after oh, yeah, we, launched, we got a ball in the pick. So we'll start with the good news: was we launched the podcast Twitter. Oh, um, yeah. The bad news inside <laughs> of the good news is that we have not yet secured the flagrant pod handle. So the handle is at Pod Flagrant, um, but it's kind of where our all of our podcast Twitter information and jokes and silliness lives. Uh, but on the same day that we launched the Flagrant Pod Twitter account, somebody released their own Twitter account called IHateFlagrant. Their username is technical, and it is an account dedicated to hating Us. on Flagrant Pod. Yeah, and I guess Flagrant Mag. Wow. They're all part of the same deal. It's a safe space for our haters it is I mean we yeah. have to allow all the feedback can't all be good and they they hit us for valid reasons which is like we're perfect yeah, and they we're do. funny and we have good fashion
2: yeah. and we
0: make good yeah. content so like I can understand why someone would look at that and be like ugh and yucky. because we're hot but and we're hot Important. Yeah. it's one of the most important ones
2: Yeah. I just recently started watching yeah. basketball to me that's most important follow because we're hot po- follow at pod um, that's not all of our
1: accounts though guys you guys are forgetting about one we are uh, oui. we which one? Oh,
0: Jeff. Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff Jeff. The Fleur and, and Paul intern. <laughs> um, yeah, the the intern that we <laughs> produced in <laughs> a lab to hand deliver every single <laughs> copy of our magazine. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour, Jeff. Je me parle Jeff.
2: Our only male oui. employee until the end of time.
1: Yeah. Highest paid, too. It turns yeah. out even <laughs> if you have control over someone's pay, it still ends up being more. Yeah. for Yeah, it's we don't yeah. have control. I'm sorry, he you gets guys. a
0: six-figure salary for some reason. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's pretty stupid. Dun, dun,
0: dun, but dun, dun. yeah, so it's kind of fun to have haters. I guess that's how we know we've made it. That we is, I that I do like
2: having haters. I would. I don't really like having the guys in my mentions that are like you just started watching basketball, but I do like having haters of flagrant. Yeah, that's so, less fun. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a lot less fun.
1: Yeah. One of them um. is culture. It's a vibe.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we get. Well, if people want to send you guys some Twitter love, where can they find you? They can find
1: Ashton at Lil underscore Butts, B-U-T-S, on Twitter and Instagram, but don't follow her on Instagram. She's really not about it. She's She definitely lives in the Twitter timeline. Um, hot takes all the time. Good shit. Uh, she gets followed by big name accounts. Portugal, the, m- the man, just followed her recently. Yeah. This is
0: pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, um, shout out to the band Portugal
0: the Man for following us on. Uh, yeah, Twitter. to what do we owe? I appreciate pretty it. Cool. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I feel like we we retweeted Shay and then Shay retweeted us. Again. I, yeah, I don't know if
0: so. Portugal the Man is listening to this. Uh, but I if hope you are, they are.
2: That would be hey. fun.
0: That I like to think they are.
1: Uh,
2: Come
0: and on our oh, podcast if they've made it this far. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Thanks to those who have. This one was a um, rough one. Follow Alex at owl hicks kind of like her name but it's an owl do you get that oh that's clever it's kind of
0: it's kind of a deep cut yeah yeah yeah. it's a little bit of a deep cut um it's a little bit of a thinker o-w-l-h-i-x yeah alex
2: oh and subscribe to our patreon
0: why not (laughs) yeah subscribe to us on patreon it's uh patreon.com slash flagrant mag we do bonus episodes um so we screenshots from our group chat you can join our patreon which has inside jokes you
2: guys oh our discord we, did i say discord, discord or discord? patreon the first time
0: no you said patreon and if you join oh, okay. our patreon you can get into our discord okay, and yeah, yeah. we have jokes shout out to our patrons who are in the discord clomping and ronking every single day dude yeah
1: i haven't ronked in days and you i'm guys very are the upset. Real
0: heroes. <laughs> yeah. It's a toxic community built on competitiveness, ego, and tearing others down. It's is how the I would describe best. it.
1: And then, yeah. because of how this is going, producer Emma says to follow Sierra at Sierra underscore Mountains. Sierra like the singer, Mountains like the geological Geograph- formation.
0: Geological. geological,
2: geographical, geological.
0: It's no, it's just Sierra Mountains. There's no underscore. Oh, she underscored. Oh, it's just Sorry, at Sierra I'm Mountains, ripped. guys. <sighs> There's no underscore. They don't let <laughs> rich people like me have underscores Is that in their
2: true? usernames. Oh my god! I have an underscore. I didn't know I was poor this yeah. whole
0: time. Yeah. The way the way a married woman wears a ring on her finger, I wear an underscoreless username. Oh my on god! I just tried
2: to look up the little yep. butts with no underscore, and it's taken. Can you imagine? And the person has three followers. Wait, That's when's it. the last time they That's tweeted? Uh, never. They've never tweeted. You could probably get it from them somehow. Yeah. For free ninety nine?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well yeah. while we're while we're while we're while <laughs> we're while we're Well Well <laughs> that out. While we're, <laughs> while we're, sorry, I'm having a breakdown. While we're on the topic, follow producer Emma. Her um her Twitter is in our outro, but it's at Emma Waitwoman. She is challenging me saying that I don't know her username. It's at Emma Waitwoman. I don't know if you think I was. Even born. I knew that. I'm and not I brand And I'm a I know dumbass. Too. I'm not brand new. That's how new. I
1: found out your name was Emma Waitman, because I was like, oh, she's being clever. I didn't know your last name. I only knew you. Oh, Emma wasn't really
2: born before jokes, I don't think. Oh, if jokes she were, said she oh, yeah.
1: was four in 2002. 2002. 2002. Yeah. So jokes have, had been around for a right. while by the time. You Emma really, Emma, we know how old you are. You really don't
0: need to do that, baby girl. Baby girl. We covered a lot of the places you can follow us. So is there anything we've missing? Buy some rise nitro cold brew coffee in a can. You can use code flagrant for 10% off on their website. Buy a beer, beer. Guys, mm-hmm. this is a season finale after this. I know. Oh my God. We're not going to be talking I for a little bit. And up. just to reiterate why we were doing that. There's a couple different reasons. One, Ashton's moving across the country 2 I'm getting my tonsils out and then. Immediately after I'm done recovering, I'm also moving across the country. Emma has to move back across the country. I also, Alex have is.
2: Going
0: on. Alex is going to take up knitting. Across, I think.
1: Um, yeah. I'm literally knitting across the country. I'm going on tour, and I told you guys <laughs> yeah. this weeks ago. Yeah. I always have to talk about myself knitting on here. Knitting
2: across the country. <laughs> um, so yeah, Moving it's gonna be sad states. that
0: it's our little season finale, but finale. we'll be back with a vengeance.
2: Oh yeah, this time it's yeah. personal. Something. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, and maybe we'll do like little bonus stuff in the be- in the middle. If you really are missing us and you want to listen to us talk, download the Locker Room app because every Wednesday <gasps> the Flagrant Mag team is doing a live show. Wednesdays at five thirty, we're doing Flagrant Game <laughs> Night. Um, I probably won't be. I'll be on it. By the time this comes out, it'll be Wednesday. So, yeah, it'll be tonight. If you're listening the day this comes out, it'll be tonight at 530 Pacific Time. After that, I probably won't be on it for a little bit because, again, they're scooping out part of, the, part of the things in my throat.
2: Your webbed little throat.
0: My little webbed throat. They're scooping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Haven't you guys ever seen a fetus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: There's one in my throat. <laughs> Yeah, the God. best way to get somebody to stop bringing up a joke is to <laughs> ruin it. I uh
1: I think the best way to remember our locker room show is just the day that the podcast comes out, that night at 5:30. Yeah, but Alex Pacific the podcast time. isn't coming but out Alex, anymore this is for the a last little bit. podcast for a while.
2: So that's the worst way to remember Alex, it. Alex, sweetie, get out, out of here. Guys, if we went back in break. time
1: if Dikembe Mutumbo were saying <laughs> this, it would have been relevant because it would have been earlier. It would have been in the future. So days. just remember that.
2: I'll say it when I'm okay. in New York, and then it'll be in the
0: future. Okay. Is that? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you guys have any final thoughts before we officially put a pin in this last oh, episode wow. of, of the podcast? How long you holding that pin? I just stabbed myself with it on accident. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to miss doing the podcast with you guys, but we'll be back <laughs> with season two, and we'll be Me back too. in better than ever. All right. Better than ever. All right. Well, talk to you guys in our group chat right after this, or whatever. Yeah. Well, it was nice knowing you, morons. So, too flagrant, too furious. What? We're saying goodbye. I guess we have to stop talking at some point,
1: right? All right, right, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has stopped listening
0: by now. Everyone has stopped listening by now. Right. All right. Good. Yeah, dude. Honestly. Okay. Love you, babies. Cheers. Love you guys. (laughs) Good night, my beautiful babbies. Hags. Flagrant fam, thank you so much for tuning in to the first season of The Flagrant Files. Without you, we wouldn't have a podcast. And without a podcast, we would just be a bunch of weirdos talking to ourselves in the Zoom chat. If you miss us during this time away, make sure to follow us on social media. Consider joining our Patreon for bonus content. And download the Locker Room app so you can join us for our live show every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. You could also consider going back and re-listening to some of our old episodes and give us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. Until next time, stay vigilant. Flagrant Pod is brought to you by the team that brings you Flagrant Mag. You can read more about our print magazine on any of our social media channels or at flagrantmag.com. This podcast is produced by Emma Waitman, who you can find on Twitter at Emma Waitwoman. Music for the episode was created by Janet Blackwell and John Misensky. You can find Janet at Janet M. Blackwell and John at B.LakeMusic on Instagram.